Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Mikey Steph Show. It's the show with great questions and even greater guests. And my next guest today, our first guest outside of the Blossom Road crew, is my very good friend, uh, Callan Bale. Callan, thank you for joining us today. Of course, Mikey. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Super excited. Absolutely. Well, it, it's a pleasure to have you. And, uh, you know, before we get into the swing of things, I just kind of want to ask uh, kind of how, how are you doing right now and how are things during this crazy time that we're in? Yeah, uh, things are crazy right now, but I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I'm sure we'll get into this conversation as the podcast goes on, but I've had this uh, school bus I've been working on that's been keeping me very busy. Um, it's been a perfect project for me for um, during these COVID times. Uh, so I'm staying busy. How about yourself, Mike? Yeah, yeah, trying to stay busy on, on my end. Just uh, I'm working right now at, uh, at Dick's Sporting Goods in Salem, and uh, then I'm working with, uh, with Wyndham Football um as like their film guy so that's been keeping me pretty busy too so yeah. oh nice oh yeah yeah it's so film for winning football they're uh they're still practicing then i assume with uh the whole covid thing going on uh they are yeah they uh the team yeah Wyndham high had a little bit of an outbreak uh with with covid uh i guess there was a party that happened between some high school kids and some athletes and stuff that kind of shut down practice and really kind of all athletics for like a week or so. Uh, then things started back up uh, like last week. Um, so yeah, it's it's going pretty well so far, and we have our first game this weekend. So, uh, awesome. should be good. Yeah, good luck, man. Thank you, man. Uh, so we'll get into our first uh, topic today. I know you had mentioned. To me, you are a Philadelphia Eagles fan and a Braves fan. Have you been uh, Have you been following them at all this this year? Yeah, I have. Um, yeah, it is a little bit unconventional uh, being an Eagles and Braves fan in New England, but my father grew up in Philly, so um, that's where the Eagles comes from. And, and um, my dad also worked for the Braves. He's a scout um, for twelve years as I was growing up, so. That sort of explains the um, why I'm a fan of those teams, and I've been paying attention to them a pretty good amount, especially with the Braves in the playoffs right now. I've been watching most of their games. I actually have Game Two of the NLDS tonight. Um, the Braves have been, have been really exciting to watch. So um, I love Acuna and Freeman, obviously. Um, how the, the Sox didn't have the best year, though. I know you're a Sox fan, Mikey. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't play. It's all right. I mean, you guys have had some uh, championships in the past few years, so uh, it's time for, for the Braves to maybe get one <laughs> sometime soon. They're a good team, so I'm, I'm hoping that eventually, uh, maybe if not this year, in the next year or years following. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, certainly for you know the Red Sox, it's been kind of a little controversy over in our area just with all the what's going on with management and stuff and you know Alex Cora yeah his involvement with the Houston Astros uh, and the whole cheating scandal kind of put a bad taste in our mouth a little bit yeah that was just such an unfortunate event for all of baseball just such yeah. a black guy game really really was yeah it's and just with the way that uh, Dave Dombrowski has been kind of handling certain trading of certain picks and signing of particular players to like maximum contracts and stuff. Guys like David Price and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's been frustrating to be a Red Sox fan as of right now. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens, I guess. Oh. Boston, Boston sports always find a way to turn things around. Exactly. That's one thing I've learned as a non-Boston sport fan. <laughs> you guys always figure it out. Absolutely. You can well, you can always hold that uh, that Super Bowl against uh, the Eagles and the Pats recently. You can hold that over us. <laughs> yeah, that's all I really got over Patriots fans. That was 
that was a very important Super Bowl for me, as you can imagine. <laughs> I, I was, I was just from every every angle possible. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, we were able to pull it off, and that, that was an awesome moment. Oh, so, I'm sure. I'm sure you guys are used to it winning the Super Bowl every other year, but yeah. that was pretty <laughs> I was very excited. I'm I'm sure you were. I'm sure you gave it right back. I would, I would have to agree with that. Not <laughs> uh, looking too hot this year, though. So yeah, start one, two, and one, just tied the Bengals. I mean, last week we had like some somewhat of a hope-inspiring win against the Niners, but just mm. uh, it's, it's every single year there's there's problems on the injury front. People mm. are always getting injured. Like we never have a full full solid team and uh it bit us pretty hard this year so far i think and then obviously once it's progressed a bit um but we'll see mm. yeah only only time will tell right yeah exactly and then uh i watched the patriots game the other night um looks like they're having a tough time without newton yeah yeah it's been uh it's been rough for sure and i know like today i uh, just came out that uh stefan gilmore just tested positive yeah wow so, it's probably one of their best players so yeah it's, it's hitting close to home now <laughs> yeah i'm hoping that um the nfl can kind of monitor the situation as much as possible and not have to cancel the season but yeah that, but yeah, I mean, if MLB was able to have during it was a shortened shortened season, but if they were able to um, complete the season all the way to playoffs, like, I don't see why the NFL can as well. No, mm. oh, agreed. I mean, again, only you know time will tell. Is certainly <laughs> certainly an adventure, that's for sure. Yeah, crazy stuff. It Never is. Really before, but yeah. We're just rolling with the punches. We are. Speaking with, uh, you know, adventures and kind of rolling into the punches, uh, we're going to go into our next conversation of uh, of the famous bus that you guys have been working on. I have a lot of lot of questions to uh, to ask you uh, regarding this. Sure, man. If there's anything I like talking about in life, it is this bus. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm willing to talk your ear off and answer any questions you might have about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, our first question is: uh, I want to slash backstory on the bus and how it came to be. Sure. So, um, it really came to be. Uh, uh, after a first road trip that me and the boys took um, down to Florida, there were four of us crammed into my uh, tiny 2001 uh, Jeep Cherokee. It had a bench seating in the back. Um, and we were pretty crammed for the whole trip. And uh, But, I mean, still, we were, we were out exploring. We were having a good time, and, and we loved it. And by the time we were on our way back uh, up north from Florida, we were already planning... Uh, something bigger so we, we wanted to do the whole country we wanted to do, go cross country but uh, we knew we needed something a little bit more comfortable than a, a four seater deep um, so we're just bouncing ideas off each other um, and I mean you always see like videos of people converting school buses and converting all types of different vans into livable RVs pretty much and just like a, t- a tiny house and um, we just decided to do it i guess like we we just decided to go for it and um we got it three years ago off of craigslist um it was just a your everyday school bus that had all the seats in and everything um we spent about two months uh basically just renovating the whole thing we we uh gutted the whole uh bus took out all the seats using an angle grinder um built a bed frame uh kind of just got it outfitted to something livable. Uh, I mean, it's nothing compared to what it is now, but it, it was something. And we ended up taking that one um, on a big trip. That was an over 10,000-mile trip. Uh, we were living about a month on the road. 
Um, I think we hit around 35 or 40 states just in that one trip. Um, saw some amazing places along the way, and um, it was an awesome trip. Yeah, gee, that 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 sounds it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awesome. And, uh, not not only just being able to see see all these beautiful parts of the country, but being able to do it with uh, some of your best friends is uh, just makes it that much better. I uh, I totally agree. I mean, I'm sure that must have added to the the trip for sure. Of course, yeah. And uh, what were some real like highlights of the first trip that you guys went on were there any specific places that you saw that you're like oh wow this is cool yeah so many places man so many places um if i had to pick a few um i would say the ones that i don't don't think i had like a a favorite place per se but like there were definitely certain places that struck me more than other places did and um, I would say Glacier National Park in northern Montana was absolutely gorgeous. Um, it, it it reminded me of Yosemite a little bit because we hit Yosemite as well. Um, I honestly thought it was a little bit more beautiful than Yosemite, plus uh, lower crowd volumes. So I really enjoyed it there. We got a really cool camping spot um, in Glacier. Um, we swam in Glacier water very cold um i saw some a lot of wildlife um big moose um uh one of those horned sheep big horned sheep um all during a hike that that was pretty fun um another place was zion national park in utah which was just unbelievable that place struck me like crazy just because once you get into utah and some parts of even like Colorado and Arizona it just it just feels like it looks like you're on another planet like it feels like you're on Mars you're just surrounded by these huge huge red cliffs just it's all red rock and um it's just being from the east coast it's something you really never see over there so that was very eye-opening and that uh definitely struck with me we did some cool hikes in Zion we did Angel's Landing which was a uh relatively dangerous hike there's like the warning signs before going into it and all that but you're uh hiking some very cliff uh very uh steep narrow cliff ways and um they had a they had one of those metal ropes attached to the cliffs you had to hold on to the whole way but what a view that was that was unbelievable and also got another great campsite in utah we got we got lucky leaving so we were heading out of um zion and we didn't really plan for sleeping that night um, because you don't really have to when you have a house on wheels. Right. You can pretty much just pull over and sleep wherever you want as long as it's legal. But mm-hmm. we didn't really have a plan. and We kind of wanted to stick close by the national park. So we were just looking for camping uh, options around there. And uh, we came across this like, like very like popular, famous uh, camping spot um, or campground right outside of Zion and it's like you're you're camping right underneath the cliffs like you have a perfect view of the national park it's just absolutely gorgeous and we went in and uh there was a no vacancy sign on the thing or whatever all the spots were taken but we we decided to go in and just check and uh turns out someone canceled like 10 minutes before we went in there so we got a perfect spot um that was a really good night Uh, so Zion's definitely stuck with me a lot um and then lastly, I think an honorable mention would be Lake Tahoe in California. Lake Tahoe was really pretty. Um, we did some kayaking on there. Um, just a gorgeous lake, um, gorgeous mountains surrounding it. Those are probably my three favorite places, Glacier, Zion, and Lake Tahoe. Wow, that's that's impressive. Yeah, no, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> it was, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's amazing. You you guys have gone all those places. I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, you do. You have plenty of time to get out there yourself, Mikey. I'm sure you will. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so, what uh, what uh, current advancements are being made on it? I know I've I've seen, uh, you know, on Instagram and Snapchat, you and Kurt and Anthony have been really going to town on it. 
just yep. putting everything into it. You you spray painted it, right? Yeah. So um, we did paint the bus. Um, we we did spray paint it. We used um, marine grade. It's a, it's boat paint. Um, okay. So it's very durable paint. Um, right. But yeah, we we outfitted it with some nice fresh paint. Uh, got nice paint jobs, and then. Um, We've done a lot, actually. So you 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 uh you'd be able to appreciate it because you uh came on a trip with us in the bus to go camping earlier this summer, and that was before we really that was before we made any changes to it. Um, so you're gonna have to come by and see all the things that we've done to it. But um, so yeah, basically, uh, the bus that we took um three years ago, it's basically a completely different bus now. We we decided to go all out. And um, really just try to mimic, like, a tiny house and, like, something that you can live in sustainably um, with no issues. So we went all out. Um, we added things like um, we added solar panels, so we have electricity throughout the bus now. Um, we can power our uh, laptops, charge our phones, uh, have our TV going and everything like that. Um, so that's very nice. Um we took out the, um, the carpet flooring that we had and put in uh, fresh new laminate flooring. So that's very nice. Um, we upgraded the furniture. Basically, all the furniture that was in there, we took out and, and rebuilt. So we just finished building a new futon that um, folds out into a bed and all that. Um, and also, I'm just getting started on plumbing now in our sink in, and we're going to have an outdoor shower. So we'll have... Um, running water on the bus um that, that brings me to another point just uh some of these things I've, that the bus allowed me to learn is just so awesome um like i i've never done any electrical work or plumbing work and i've had to figure it out uh you know you don't want to spend money to like have someone do it for you so you gotta you gotta learn these things and they're valuable skills that i'll use in the future i'm sure but I'm, i mean i'm no like licensed electrician or plumber but i i, I know a thing or two now so that's been good. And then, um, what else we got? Um, we don't have it yet, but we, um, the two things that were, um, coming in the future are roof deck. We're trying to build a little deck on top of the roof with a ladder going up to it. So we can just lounge up there and some lawn chain and maybe set up a tent for camping sometimes. And also a, um, a mini wood stove keep us warm. Uh, at night and in the winter time um so that's just going to be tough because we're going to have to put a chimney through the roof which is always a little sketchy drilling through the roof of your house but um that's what's coming next so after that we should be pretty sustainable we got electricity from the solar panels we got plumbing um we got the sink and shower and we got uh heat from the wood stove so it should be a very sustainable house um that's pretty much been the goal. So we're fully working towards it. Like I said, COVID has allowed me lots of additional times pretty much every day. I'm just getting up and working on the bus. So been able to get a good amount done. But I mean, that's, that's incredible. You, you guys have been able to convert it into like a small home. I mean, that's, that's a credit to you guys. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks Mike. Um, it's just something that we've always wanted to do. And mm. we got a taste of, of kind of the freedom from the first trip living off the bus. And once you get that taste, it's just, it's just kind of addicting. It's kind of like all you want. Mm. Uh, I mean, personally, it's, that's like, it's just like, that's all you really want for, because um, once, once you get the taste, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm trying to explain it, but it's hard to explain. It's just, it's just so so freeing. Mm. Um, it's just so such a great way to live, such an easy and simple way to live. And Absolutely. Uh, I will definitely take your your word for it. Yeah, and um, of course you got to come back and see the bus and the upgrades, and maybe we'll take a little trip up north or something like that. Definitely. That'll be fun. Yeah, and you uh, you bring up the uh, the camping trip that we did. How t- you know that was so much fun, and uh, I had an absolute blast on that trip. And um, were some of the advancements that you guys are making in related to that trip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> a, good, a, good, a good amount of the advancements were made from that trip. I think uh, those who are with us on that trip um, know what me and Mikey are talking about. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that trip kind of gave us the, um, the last boost of uh, motivation to get the, the bus uh, nice and fixed up. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. But no, that was an awesome trip, dude. That, that it really was. was. No, I had a, I had so much fun on that, and yeah, I forget, I forget where that campground was we went to, but yeah, we we found a nice campground up north. Mm. Um, had some good friends with us. Yep. Had a, had a nice fire. Had a good crew. Yeah, we had a nice crew there. That was a good time. And it got even better. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it slowly escalated to a very great night. Um, a lot, lot of great memories for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, of memories, uh, you know, as I had mentioned before, I'm working with uh, Wyndham football, and I know you uh, you played a football for Wyndham uh, at Wyndham High for four years. Uh, what are some of your your favorite uh, memories from from that time. Uh, um, we were lucky. We had, we had um some really good times um on that team. I mean, uh, the obvious answer is winning the championship our senior year. That was that was a blast. Um, to be the first team to win the state championship for, and win them. That was that was awesome. Or win them football, I should say. They probably won a ton of state championships before that. It was such a powerhouse, but um, I would say the sleeper answer to that question would be Camp Wanaki. Going to Camp Wanaki, um, that was that all four years that we did Camp Wanaki, or, or did we have a different camp the first year? Uh, you. I mean, you guys might have. I know. I didn't. I didn't join on until later. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure um, Wenaki was all four years, but Wenaki was Wenaki was uh, looking back at it an amazing memory. Mm. Uh, it, it's one of those things where, like, when it's happening, I, I mean, all the boys on the team have talked about this before, but like, what, when you're there and you're at Wenaki, it's like this is the absolute most miserable place I could ever be right now. <laughs> read it and uh, you have to wake up at four in the morning for practice with, and then um get held up till midnight watching film it's just it's tough and you have <laughs> you're getting fed food from the island and like uh you, you don't get much sleep but i think looking back at it now that it's all over some of the best memories were made at camp Wanaki. Mm. Uh, there's definitely like something about that camp that like brought us all together and definitely uh boosted the camaraderie and um i mean i can't really think of any specific things um mm. that that ha- maybe like our senior year we all we all left our assigned cabins and the seniors all all had a cabin to themselves and slept in that, that cabin that was fun that was uh, that's one i was thinking of how how yeah, much that fun was, that was yeah that was a great memory um but yeah, just Camp Wanaki in general, just kind of like going through the grind of it. And, Definitely. And, um, that was a great memory. How about yourself? What, what's your favorite Wyndham High School memory? Uh, school well, uh, I mean, definitely Camp uh, Camp Wanaki is uh, is a good memory, and uh, you know, I had a different experience because I wasn't a player, even though I still had to kind of get up and experience everything. I got to like really be with all my friends and especially the first year just like really connect with people and um i remember the uh i'm sure you remember the skits that we had to do oh yeah (laughs) and the the one that we you guys had of like coach burn or something (laughs) yeah yeah i remember we found um we found pictures of him from uh, his college days, <laughs> uh, stand-up comedy or something like that. Yeah, that was, that was funny. Um, and then, yeah, really winning the state championship is one of my favorite memories, and 
I'll, I'll remember that forever. It's just such an yeah. amazing moment. <laughs> that was a great moment. Um, yeah, it, it just it just felt good having like having that happen our senior year after working, you know, working for three four years for it. Definitely a good memory. Totally agree. And um, yeah, absolutely a lot of a lot of great memories with winning football and those teams and those those players. I. I always reminisce about it whenever I'm I'm there and working with the team now. Just thinking back to what it was like and, yeah. um, you know, just time flies and you're having fun, really. Absolutely. <laughs> and baseball too. Even baseball was um, you were with us for baseball too. That was a great year too, our senior year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, being able to win the state championship uh, in front of all the fans. Where was that? In, uh, Fisher Cats Stadium, I think. It was, yeah. It was at the Delta Dental yeah. Stadium for the Fisher Cats. Uh, yeah, that, that was an awesome. That was an awesome year. We had a great year. I mean, we were we were lucky senior year, Mike. We we both uh, went out with championships in two uh, two sports. That's right. Baseball and football. Yep. Unfortunately, basketball couldn't get it done. Oh uh, yeah, that's all right. Has one won a uh, state championship for basketball yet? They have not. No, not yet. No, it's, uh, yeah, they haven't had much luck there. They have a new coach, uh, though. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, they have, um, the coach, the new coach is, uh, his name is E.J. Perry. Uh, oh. he coached at Andover, I think. Uh, we, uh, my family actually know, we know him because my mom, like, taught with him or something. Oh, wow, that's cool. Small world. Yeah, so, um. So, uh, it's, uh, it's. Coach Stephanie, he's still working at the school. I think so. I think he's uh, he's still working the uh, the human performance and phys ed department, and I think he might be helping out with um, you know the the girls team. Oh, nice! He's but, a good uh, coach. I, I like to uh, coach Steph. He's always a good guy. Definitely. Yeah, I, I was lucky to work for him. He was he did great for me, and and the football and baseball coaches too. I was I was very lucky. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, Coach uh, Coach Leo, Coach Gravel. He's a head coach, I, I believe, now for the high school. He is. Yeah, I uh, I actually got the chance to uh, to work with him when he uh, his first year as the head coach at Wyndham. Oh, nice. Yeah, I went back. So that was to... the year after we graduated, right? Or... Uh, it, well, I think it was two years after that. Yeah, because it was uh, the year after we graduated. Coach Matthews was still there, and then yeah. he got fired like midway through the season. And then uh, one of the other coaches like took over in the interim. And then Coach uh, Coach Gravel was hired the next season. It's a great hire, I believe. He was oh, such agreed. A, he was a, he was awesome. Coach, I, I mean, our whole coaching staff that year was great. Coach Matthews was awesome. But uh, Coach Gravel was awesome too, and um, I think he'd definitely be the perfect person to replace uh, whoever whoever was there um, in the interim. Definitely. Um, he was just a baseball guy. He, he knew he knew uh, he knew what he was talking about. He, he was uh, you could just tell he he he's a hardcore baseball guy and very good coach and a very good guy too. So he, he's definitely someone you'd want to play for. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a, an absolute joy to to get to you know work with him, you know work with him the senior year and then having the chance to have a little bit of familiarity uh, in working with him again. He I mean he was awesome. I mean, truly an embarrassment of riches working for the coaches that I I didn't win them and for with the coaches we had. You know we were very lucky. Yeah, definitely we were very lucky, which is uh, which is uh, another point. Um, with Jack Byrne, Coach Byrne being the new head coach at Wyndham. Yeah. He's another um, another great, great solution for the head coach job being open. Absolutely. Obviously, someone who's very familiar with the program. He's coached in it since the beginning. And um, just obviously such a great coach, such a great guy. Mm. Um, 
who had a huge impact on our championship, I'd say. Definitely. Yeah, it's um, yeah, he's in his second year as the head coach for Wyndham and, and it's so nice to get to work with him and you know, the staff that he's assembled is, is great too. So yeah. yeah, I think that the team will, will do well this year. It's all, it's gonna be really weird because we're we're not we're only playing like three or four games or something like that. Oh really? Yeah, the season's like I mean it's like half a season pretty much. Wow. Yeah. So how playoffs work? Is it just like based off those four games? Uh, I mean, it's a good guess. <laughs> I honestly have no idea <laughs> how that's, that's going to work, but. Yeah, I'm not sure how that'll work. That's, <laughs> uh, that's a little different. I know. <laughs> I don't know how you can run a season off four games. But... Yeah. So who is, uh, who, who's still on the staff that, uh, that would be familiar to the players who um, were in the Raycraft era? Uh, honestly, believe it or not, I think it's just Coach Byrne. Everyone else is gone. It's, it's just Coach Byrne? Yeah. Yeah, so I'd imagine most of the other coaches probably uh, went with Raycraft. To, yeah. Um, yeah, they either left with Raycraft or they kind of went on to do different things. I know uh, Coach Blair... Um, left to coach at Pelham or something, and I think he works there, too. Oh, cool. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, Another great coach. We were, we were stacked with great coaches that year. Oh, I know. Looking back on it, it's so true. <laughs> yeah. Just a perfect year. We had great coaches, great players. Mm-hmm. We all had great friends. Yep. Awesome, uh, awesome equation there. Absolutely. It was a recipe for success. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I'd definitely say so. But, um, yeah, and then uh, now we're going to go into kind of our next topic here, uh, talk a little bit about this, even though there's not a whole lot to talk about with this, but uh, kind of what's going to come up next with uh, the latest phase of Marvel and MCU and stuff. Sure. Uh, they were supposed to have like two films this year. Uh, one of them was already supposed to come out, but uh, you know because of COVID, it pushed everything back um, to next year. Uh, we, I think we are going to get like a Disney Plus show in like November uh, called WandaVision, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. So uh, I, I admittedly showed up late to the Marvel party. Um, I actually just watched all the movies this year. Mm-hmm. I um I I mean I had watched uh, Iron Man before. Yeah. And I uh, and also Guardians of the Galaxy, but I never really um like watched the whole like Marvel universe. Right. So just this year. I watched all of them and watched all of them in like a month or a month and a half span just because like they're so good I couldn't stop watching. Right. But um, so yeah, I pimped them all this year and I think yeah they they had plans for um, Black Widow to get her own movie, right? Uh, yep, yeah they did. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson uh, was going to be in her own film and had a pretty pretty good cast of. Um, uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things, if you ever watched yeah, that. Stranger Things, he's awesome. Uh, Rachel Weisz, uh, Florence Pugh, who's kind of an up-and-coming uh, actor. She was in, uh, I think she's well-known for like this film called like Fighting With My Family, uh, Midsummer, and, yeah, she's in Midsummer. And then Little Women she was in. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I know who she is. She's a, she's a good actress. Uh, but, um, so that's set to come out in 2021, right? Yep, yeah, it's scheduled for May of uh, 2021 now. Um, the other film that was supposed to come out this year is a film called The, uh, the Eternals, which is kind of a newer team, newer, like, it was like a newer comic. Um, about like these kind of immortal aliens, 
uh, sort of thing, and the the cast is really stacked. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like who? Who's in it? Uh, it's like Rick, uh, Richard Madden, uh, Kumail oh, Nanjiani. Uh, Game of Thrones, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Richard Madden, Kumail Nanjiani, Angelina Jolie, uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Uh, yeah, the list goes on and on. It's a kind of a crazy oh, that crew. Sounds crazy. <laughs> that sounds like it'll be awesome. Definitely. So I'm, uh, I'm sure you'll uh, you'll know this, but so for the Black Widow movie, I'm a little confused because like oh, I'm just gonna preface this with spoiler alert if you haven't watched um, the Avengers movies. But I mean, with the end of what happened with Black Widow, how? So the the I'm assuming the movie will probably be like before. That, that all happened? Uh, yeah, it's I know, it's kind of weird timing how they're doing it. So, uh, basically, it's going to take place between the events of uh, Captain America's Civil War, which was in 2016, and then uh, right before Avengers Infinity War in 2018. Okay. Um, but I'm sure they'll address what happened um, in... Avengers Endgame in like a post credit scene or something. I've heard like a rumor or plot leak that that could happen. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But, that makes sense. So they're just going like back in time a little bit in the universe. Yep, exactly. I'm excited for that movie though. I, I, I've always really liked Black Widow. She's uh, she's really cool. Definitely. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna kind of set up the next phase of Marvel really well. I think. Yeah. I'd have to, um, I have to ask you, Mike, who's your who's your favorite Marvel character out of all of them? Uh, I think my favorite Marvel character is, uh, it's gotta be Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Yeah. That's a good one. He's a, he's a very entertaining character. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I feel like I'm always laughing whenever he's on, on the screen. He's <laughs> he always is. saying something goofy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's just so much on him, and he's like one of the most popular marvel comic heroes like ever yeah and definitely. he's had mo- many iterations on film of you know peter parker and spider-man you had toby mcguire uh andrew garfield and now the the tom holland who has been doing a great job of the character yeah what's your uh what's your favorite spider-man movie uh oh man uh Hmm. I think right now it's uh, it's going to be either Spider-Man Far From Home or uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse, yeah, that was a good one. The Into the Spider-Verse, that was the uh, like animated one, right? Yep. Yeah, that was awesome. I love that one. Yeah, I think they're talking about doing uh, like a live-action version of it, too. Oh, really? Yeah, so they would... I think the plan would be to try to get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back. Wow, that would be awesome. Yeah. It would be... I mean, it would be amazing if they could they could do it. And I think they, they can, because Spider-Man's like one of those characters that can cross different universes. For sure. Yeah, no, he's definitely a versatile character. So... Um, what about you? favorite yeah Spider-Man movie or favorite um, uh favorite uh, like kind of marvel hero that you've uh kind of learned um, to uh i would have to say this might be a, a popular answer i feel like but i i can't see anyone um competing with iron man mm. iron man I, i'd say iron man and black panther are probably tied for black panther was awesome oh yeah i, I love that character um, but Iron Man is just so cool, man. Like, mm. the technology that he would use. Definitely. Like, Tony Stark is just such a beast. He is. Yeah, I loved, I loved uh, all the Iron Man. He's probably my favorite. Mm. It's, a, it's a great choice, and I'm glad you said uh, Black Panther, because he was also one of my <coughs> favorites, too. And, um, you know, and, and even... Uh, what happened this year with uh, with Chadwick Boseman passing away? I absolutely couldn't believe that yeah. he was so sick for that long. And nobody knew 
It's crazy. It's so sad. I mean, he truly was a hero um, on and off screen. It was crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, he was a real-life hero. Did a lot helping um, helping kids with uh, childhood cancer and stuff like that. Just a great guy. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely very sad. He's so young, too. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, Black Panther was probably one of my top favorite movies in the Marvel Universe, I'd say. Oh, mine, too. Mine, too, man. <laughs> Incredible movie. Um, really was. Soundtrack 2 was awesome. Mm. Um, actually, I'm familiar with the, uh, the producer who who was in charge of um, producing the music for that movie. And he's just an awesome dude. And, um, yeah, that whole movie was just so awesome. Mm. Yeah, it was so groundbreaking in just so many ways. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the, the CGI, all the special effects. Um, um, like, they just, they just made it unbelievable. They really did, and just for you know, you know, any African American who's being a superhero too, it really puts him in that light, which I, I think is is great. And yeah, absolutely, uh, definitely. That's that was the first. Um, in a, was it the first Marvel um, superhero that was uh, of African American culture? I think so. Uh, yeah, it was the first uh, kind of African-American superhero to have their own movie. Yeah, that's what it was. And, yeah, no, that's definitely just a very important thing. It is. Um, as far as all kids growing up to see that and having someone like that to look up to. Definitely. Just the movie itself, too, is just amazing. I mean, oh, it really the was. Plot, the plot was amazing. All the actors were amazing. The actresses were amazing. Definitely. I mean, I loved, uh, you know, I loved uh, Michael B. Jordan in it, too. I mean, he his character yeah, he was, was great. Awesome. <laughs> he was really good. But, yeah, Chadwick Boseman's portrayal just added a, a great depth to the character. And, uh, you know, it's is a shame that he's no longer with us um and you know i hope they try to keep that the memory of him alive in black panther in some way absolutely i'm sure they'll they will they'll definitely find a way to do that oh yeah yeah um just uh yeah just i thought of something interesting um when i was researching the movie after i watched it and um the composer, uh, his name's Ludwig Göransson. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but uh, he's a, he's also like he produces like a lot of popular like pop music. Like he um, he's produced a lot of like Post Malone songs, um, just stuff like that. He's just like a really really good musician. And um, I was watching an interview with him, and he uh, he was saying that so he was in charge of the whole the whole soundtrack and um he was saying that he actually flew out to africa before um starting the uh starting the composition of the tracks and um met with like local musicians um local like cultural musicians that um played like certain instruments that are specific to that culture and stuff like that and recorded them and got um got some instruments that he would have had access to and just sort of like was a student of their culture when it came to music and um, kind of just took notes on what what type of stuff they do in their music and used a lot of it in the in the film. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's amazing! Wow. Yeah, if you if you listen, I guess um, I obviously noticed it more after listening to the interview. But there's lots of um, n- like Native African um, specific. Uh, instruments that are used and he got all those sounds from going over there and recording um local people playing them which was awesome that's amazing yeah very cool (laughs) 
talk about really committing to the craft. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's what we, that's what makes people the next level um, at what they do. Obviously, this guy's next level. Mm. He's uh, going be up be, uh, above and beyond. Sounds it. To, to really um, get the sense of their culture and stuff like that. Wow, that's as uh, I I did not know that. So thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah, of course. If you uh, yeah, his name's uh, Ludwig Gorenson. If you want to look him up, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, Ludwig Gorenson. Really, really cool dude. Really, really good producer. I've watched a lot of his um, videos on production, music production, and he's just uh. He's just amazing. He's awesome. Sounds it. Yeah, I'll have to check him out. Definitely. So, uh, what do you know if there? What are the, any advancements with Black Panther? Do you know uh, what the plans are for like Black Panther two or anything like that? Uh, I mean, I know right now they're just being really quiet about it, just because they want to honor uh, his Chadwick's memory. Um, I, I don't really know what they're going to do. I think people, the biggest thing with that, what happened after Chadwick passed away is everyone was really starting to theorize right away how, what they were going to do with Black Panther 2. And to me, it just wasn't the right time. Um, but I think, uh, the more time goes by and they start to really figure out what to do, um... I know one thing that they won't do is they they will not recast T'Challa. Uh, they won't recast Black Panther. Uh, it would be kind of disrespectful in Chadwick's name if they did that. So yeah, I agree. what that's, they what they could do is I know uh, you know in the comics uh, Shuri uh, takes up the uh, the the mantle of Black Panther. So, yeah, she was uh, sister in the movie, right? Yes, yeah, played by uh, yeah. Letitia Wright. Yeah, she was awesome, yeah. too. She was awesome. She was so cool. <laughs> she was a real scene stealer. Yeah, yeah that's a good way to put it. Uh, so but, that'd be interesting. That's a, mm, yeah, a so she, she could take over. Um, they could either do that or or cancel the, the movie, but I, I'm not, I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll find some way... Uh, to kind of honor his Chadwick's memory uh, while trying to find the newest um, iteration of the character, whether it be, you know, Shuri takes over or they find a way to bring back um, Michael B. Jordan um, and he kind of has a change of heart. Um, I, I don't really know. It's, it's really going to be up to Marvel to decide how they're going to go ahead with that. I did hear something that uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, did record um, audio for for T'Challa for one last performance for this. Um, they're doing like this. Um, Marvel's doing this animated uh, Disney Plus show called What If? Okay. And uh, I think Chadwick recorded his lines for uh, one of his episodes, so I think oh, that uh, that might that will probably be that that will be the last time that uh, fans kind of hear, you know, Chadwick Boseman as as T'Challa and Black Panther. Wow, that's crazy! I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it'll be an interesting show because it the show will basically take one detail from every single MCU film up to this up to this point and kind of change it a little bit so I think it'll be really kind of interesting to see how they do with that and the animation I've, I've already kind of seen glimpses of and it, it's it's crazy wow yeah no that sounds very interesting probably check that one out yeah sure. yeah once it comes out definitely recommend do you know uh, when, it, when it comes out uh yeah, I think it's it's gonna come out uh next next summer summer twenty twenty one. Uh, they haven't had to delay anything because it's you know it's you know animation and you know yeah. voice voiceovers and stuff. 
Um, or it's what the, the other projects they've had to basically push back another year and uh, they had to do it on the DC side too with, you know, Batman and stuff. So it's not yeah. a good time to be a superhero fan. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Not good to be a movie fan in general. No. All these, all these sets are getting pushed back. I know. I know. <laughs> but that's why I like Netflix and stuff is fr- is thriving right now. Yeah, very true, very true. <laughs> I actually just finished a, a Netflix show. Um, excuse me one sec. I just finished a uh, Netflix show um, called Alone. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? No. Dude, such a cool show. It was it was amazing. I binged the whole thing. It's just like you, you have to watch the next episode every time one ends. But um, basically the premise of the show is it's – um. This is the first season I've watched. I guess there's seven seasons now. Oh, wow. uh, seven, uh, only season six is on Netflix, so that's the one I watched. But so basically, what they do is they take ten like ten survival experts. Like these people are crazy good at all these survival techniques, and um, they take them all to a. Uh, each person goes to their own location. Um, th- in this season, it was uh, the Arctic up in northern Canada the northern territories and they basically just drop them off and none of them are together they're all on certain parts of the island and they can't work together or anything but these 10 people they just get dropped off and they're allowed to bring 10 things 10 things only and um obviously there's limits of what as to what they can bring but they uh they bring 10 things and they needed to survive off the land and it's like below zero temperatures oh god um, yeah, and, and the last person, so, like, once once you, um, like, tap out or whatever, a helicopter comes in and pulls you off the game, and uh, you don't win, but the last person standing is the winner, they win half a million dollars, and <laughs> it's just such a cool show, man, you, you, like, even just watching it, you learn a lot about, like, you, like, survival techniques and stuff like that, you get to see what they're doing and how they're surviving, but... You see some crazy stuff, dude. Like, these guys are surviving off eating, like, rabbit guts and, oh, like, God. squirrel heads and stuff. And you're like, oh, my Whoa. God. But, um, no, it was such a cool show. Um, I just uh, just finished it last night. And the, the person that I wanted to win the whole show ended up winning. So that's always good. Oh, yes. I won't give it away. But, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it, it was crazy like they need to like defend themselves from like animals like you never know what could happen sounds like a really intense uh survivor exactly dude that's that's like kind of what it's like it's 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 a bit like survivor except you take yourself out of the game you don't get voted out Mm. and um you have absolutely no help whatsoever from anyone you just got to survive on your own wow yeah very cool you should check it out I will definitely have to. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> you got any uh, Netflix show recommendations that you you watched recently? Uh, oh man. Um, no, not not particularly. Uh, well, I did watch this show, um, All American. Um, uh, that was probably the last one that I watched. Um, I know there's uh some some good ones on right now a lot of good shows and movies um oh avatar the last airbenders is on netflix i i, I have to get into that <laughs> dude unbelievable show oh it's been to you about avatar before <laughs> oh i've definitely i've watched it before but it, it has been so long since i watched it okay yeah so i i didn't grow up watching avatar i know like most yeah. people did but yeah. i didn't watch it ever growing up yeah. Um, so when I saw it on Netflix, I was, like all my friends were like just talking about how great it was. So I, I decided mm. to start it, and wow, that show was <laughs> that's probably one of my top like three favorite shows of all time. Oh yeah. Time. So I've never I've never like seen a like I mean quote unquote children's like TV show Nickelodeon with like such a great plot, mm. such a great plot line. Absolutely. And Love with the characters. It's mm. just such a great show. It is. I, I finished it once, and even like when I'm just bored sitting around, I'll just throw an Avatar episode on and watch it. Yeah. 
I know. I have to get back into it. It's it's been it's been a while since I've watched it. Um, I'm assuming you you watched saw the uh, the <laughs> the last Airbender movie. Um, that what was that one called? I, I um I heard that I heard some bad reviews about it. I heard that uh, <laughs> it like wasn't even close to as good as the show. So I, I never even bothered watching the movie. The movie, but yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll have to. I don't know. I, I don't want it to let me down. So, I I mean I wouldn't. I it's like one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I've heard. I've, I've only heard bad things about it. So, <laughs> also the Legend of Korra. I've, I've heard mixed reviews. Of, like some people have said that like the first season's really good, then it gets bad after that. But oh yeah, I, ne- I never watched that. Yeah, so maybe I'll maybe I'll give that a try. Just. Mm. We'll see. See for yourself. We'll have to the original Avatar series. Oh, for sure. So you have you watched the, all the episodes when you were young, from when you were younger? Um, I don't know if I've watched all of them, but I definitely have watched a, you know many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, scattered throughout when you were growing up. Exactly. Yeah, I was never like a a true follower, but I I would watch it. Like I watched you know many of the. Uh, you know Nickelodeon shows as a kid. One of my favorites yeah, of was was SpongeBob, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, SpongeBob and Avatar and Danny Phantom. Yeah, Danny Phantom. I I, I remember briefly watching Danny Phantom. I, I'm sure I watched a few episodes here and there, but I don't remember it too much. Yeah, it was a. I was a big Scooby Doo guy. I like Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, yep, Scooby Doo was. That was good too. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching like the live action uh, movies. Yeah, with Definitely. the uh, who uh, I forget the the actor's name who plays Shaggy, but he's absolutely spot on. Yeah, no, yeah, like, <laughs> like people saying like that he was the best like casted actor of all time. Like, <laughs> he really was. Just like Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> Put all the all the computer games too, all the Scooby Doo computer games. Oh, like, <laughs> all the mysteries. Yep. Yeah, I know they they had um a Scooby Doo uh, two like tie in game um that I I played as a kid and a lot of oh, a lot of SpongeBob games that were like on PlayStation and then PC too. I I played. It's not like it used to be, that's for sure. Definitely. Yeah, now, now kids are playing the, the Nintendo Switch and stuff. Yeah. Nothing like an old-fashioned like, oh. computer game, dude. That, that was just so awesome. The best. The for best. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, is, is, there, uh, is there anything else you'd like to like to add on our on our show huh um anything else to add um i don't think so man i think uh we've had some some good conversation here the braves are actually starting up just in a few minutes so i'll, I'll be watching that game oh all right well i'll let you uh, tune into that but uh yeah thank you so much for for joining our our episode man it was a, a pleasure to have you and uh you know i hope to to see you soon and i gotta get by and see the latest developments on the bus yes definitely dude thanks for having me on the on the show uh i've been listening to i've listened to your other episodes and you're doing such an awesome job dude i love i love what you're doing uh you're great great host great guests great everything great conversations so keep it up um definitely have to have you come by and check out the bus soon um just a quick little plug for anyone who's interested in the bus if you want to uh follow uh, the journey going on you can we have an instagram page now it's uh at the coast and guru that's the name of the bus the guru so uh if you want to follow that and check it out feel free um we'll post updates and stuff on there and just different things from our travels but again thanks mikey thanks for having me on Really appreciate it. It's been awesome talking to you, catching up. 
and uh, I'll see you soon. Absolutely, man. Have a have a good one. You too, dude.